Hi, welcome to On The Periphery Pod. I am your host, Elise, with co-host Maddie Hom. Say what's up. Hi, everybody. Hope you're all doing well. It has been a while, actually, since we have convened to, know. you know, talk about some stuff, all things um, crazy. And I just started school, which is a lot. All eight. So late. I'm, I'm on my eighth week now. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I'm going into week two, so... <laughs> I'm not even like fully there, but it's kicking my ass already. And we love that. Yeah, it's hard. It's like a hard, it's even worse. I feel like doing it at home because you don't feel like you're really changing that many things, yeah. but you are. You have to work. Yeah, but education is important and thankful for it because if you don't have education, sometimes you end up making terrible decisions when it comes to things involving politics. What a segue. You know, I actually... I know. Cool segue. Great segue. I actually, my ballot, it arrived like a day ago. So I'm filling it out right yeah. now. And I'm, I, ha- although I really do, I don't want to do the thing that I did with the, like, you know, in the mm-hmm. primary election, they like had a bunch of candidates for different things, not just for like, there were like smaller elections yeah. too. And I just ended up because I didn't know, I just ticked some stuff off. I just was like Democrat. Okay. But I didn't actually yeah. know their policies. I don't want to do that this time. So I'm going to research each of the, like besides the presidential candidates, which I already know who I'm voting for, which team <clears throat> Biden, Kamala. We're not sugarcoating, We're not sugarcoating <laughs> on this here platform because it is too important. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, so freaking important but yeah I really want to do some research for the other candidates because change happens on the local scale as well I um, yesterday because I got mine in the mail I think on Friday and yesterday I just put on some lo-fi beats and just sat and went through it first filled out the sample ballot to make sure and you know just like looked up stuff on Ballotpedia looking up the different um candidates and what they stood for on their various websites and things like that and really dedicated like three hours to figuring out who did what who thinks what because it's really important like sure you can have a party preference but ultimately it should be about what the policies are and what people are going to do to move things forward in a direction that's actually going to be sustainable and helpful and also, if like three hours, although I totally think that's an amazing thing that you did, Lise, but if that seems overwhelming yeah. to some people, like I know that can feel like a lot and politics might be kind of scary, I would just recommend as a tip, just look up yeah. each of the names and read maybe a couple sentences because it's pretty obvious what they stand for if you just go to their Wikipedia page. You don't have to go into too much research if, unless you really want to, which I think is a great way to be a civically engaged mm-hmm. citizen of our country. But even I would recommend looking people up just so you know, because it always feels like I can't tell you, it always feels a little crappy if you vote or do something or talk, talk on behalf of somebody, say you're like, oh, I like their policies. And you actually know jack shit about their policies because that can really bite you in the ass later on. Yeah, no one has to actually spend three hours I'm just an extra ass person. No, but that's good. That's good. I'm. Pro- I think that's been good. Been procrastinating on work, but I really thought that it was important to fully digest and think through how things could impact in the future. And like, I saw some people were like, yeah. "Oh, we need to increase police to like reduce states," even though they were marked as like Democratic Party. And I was just like, "That's the opposite of what we need." I'm not down for that. So like, yeah. Usually they say like blue straight through 
um, well, if people are like more liberal, but also you have to look out for that because some people have different ideas of reaching whatever and you just can't do that. Yeah. And liberal, the term liberal means different things to different people. Like some people want to move completely to like a communistic society, which personally, I'm just not sure is possible right now or to where we're at. Yeah. And so you want to make sure you have reasonable candidates as well who can get the policies that you think are most important um, completed while they're in office. Right, exactly. Um, so there's a lot that has gone down the debates for one, oh my god, that was that was rough. That was I mean, the <laughs> one between Trump and Biden was honestly disgraceful. Um, the toxic masculinity was on ten. The ignorance was on ten. The lies were on ten. Interrupting was also on ten. I do want to say, I would say that one's like a twenty. Um, <laughs> I do want to say though, yeah. I've, I've heard a lot of people been critiquing Biden um, for his mm -hmm. performance on the debate. Right. And personally that has, I don't, I want to put it out there. I don't think he's a perfect man. And he was actually not my first choice on the primary. Yeah. I wanted Elizabeth Warren. She was my first choice, but she didn't get the, get the primary. She didn't win. But I'm definitely going to vote for Biden. And I saw a lot of um, Democratic people really, really critiquing and just saying, wow, they're just such, they're both such terrible baiters. They're both so, and I do remind people to be a little bit respectful of Biden because he does have a stutter mm -hmm. and that's actually something that works neurologically in your brain. I'm pretty right. sure. Like I can definitely double check that, but it's very hard to keep your train of thought. I think normally if you have a mm -hmm. stutter, obviously I don't have one, so I can't speak on behalf of the people who do. But to have somebody constantly interrupting you, that just seems kind of cruel. So just want yeah. to put that out there. Yeah. And I think that definitely because he has been called out and been called names for the stutter, I know for sure that whenever he's talking and doing public speaking, he's thinking over time to make sure that he can get his words out. And I think that kind of uh, tearing him down for something that he can't control like that is just ridiculous. Um, yeah. Also, he still made great points in there, but it's also very difficult when you have someone who is on the opposing side that is lying about everything that you're saying and interrupting you. Exactly. Like, I don't. I don't know how to. It's like the best analogy I can think about is like kicking somebody over and over again when they're already down because he mm -hmm. already has a disadvantage. Or I don't even know. Yeah, like tripping even, something. I don't even think late. he has a disadvantage. It just means that that's something well, that he has Public to... speaking. Public speaking might already just be more challenging. I'm not sure, obviously, but I think it yeah. might be because people people also tease people with stutters mm -hmm. and stuff like that and make fun of them. So right. it might already there might already be this fear of public speaking that wouldn't be there normally if you right. didn't have a stutter. And then to include somebody who's interrupting you, that right. that just feels like it's making it so impossibly hard for somebody to have a good argument. Right, and also when he was attacking his son for dying due to a drug-related, you know, I think overdose and just shit like that. Like those are emotional things that don't even really have much to do with and that's not true. the content that you're arguing. Yeah. His his son, Bo Biden, I think he died of cancer, which is so, yeah. so tragic. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just disrespectful. And the next debate with Kamala and 
uh, or as I should say correctly, Senator Harris, because that Although is her title. And we respect women who have qualifications. Um, I actually had a whole argument with somebody about this, though. I really, I just think this is kind of important and bring it up. So I was calling Senator Harris Kamala, and they mm -hmm. were saying, you don't have enough respect for her. And I actually said, on the contrary, I call her Kamala because I honestly have so much respect for her and really feel as though she is a woman from Oakland because she is a yeah. woman who represents my people, a woman right. of color who, whom I feel like I really look up to, an Asian woman whom mm -hmm. I feel like I can really look up to. And so I call her Kamala because she's just, you know, like how we called, we didn't, we, we called RBG, RBG. Yeah. Because she's just that name. And that's how mm -hmm. I feel about Kamala. I have so right. much respect for her that I just think of her as this, this figure as Kamala, not like Senator Harris. Yes, she is that, of course. But I think of her as Kamala too. And I think yeah. of, I actually attribute that with the utmost respect for her. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think Kamala, it's like, first name basis, you know how Beyonce is a one-namer, like yeah, yeah. one-namer, Kamala is a one-namer. It's kind of like, and even she says, yeah, call me Kamala because I am Kamala. Um, however, when mm -hmm. I make the point of saying Senator Harris is that a lot of people try to discredit her as um, an individual. And what I got from the debate, which was really, I was like, yes, was that basically, she showed many times throughout it how qualified she is by listing all the things that she has done in America to actually try to make changes. And mm -hmm. I just think that it is important that we recognize her, where she sits in America already before she is our vice president. Um, and something else that I was thinking about is that what's so difficult for her, some people are talking about how her demeanor was like, unlikable and that she should have you know contorted herself to be different or respond differently to whatever bullshit he was interrupting her i don't right I don't and i was thinking about when she was preparing for this debate it's not like she could just be like okay let me focus on the issues what questions do i need to like you know be careful around she had to also focus on what her countenance was or facial expression was based on the fact that she is a woman one and then she is also a black slash Asian woman. You know, like yeah. that definitely played a role in her um, in her preparation because I know firsthand experience that as a black woman, some people uh, automatically perceive you differently or think you're, if you're a woman in general, think you're a bitch, but if you're a black woman, you know, you're an angry black woman and she has to or kind like of navigate through yeah. those tropes in order to just do pence was just able to go on there spew lies and bullshit and just be like well i'm a christian white man so whatever i say i'm just being powerful or strong but right. when she does it it's like oh she's unlikable she's being nasty and i was just like this is just yeah, bullshit. if you don't talk out then you're like you you're kind of i don't know uh, a wallflower or whatnot and if you do then you're a bitch mm -hmm. and also as you said Liz, so eloquently there's also the added layers of a she's a black woman so she has to deal with the trope of as you said like being people perceiving her as aggressive or angry mm -hmm. or sassy like that right. stereotype oh, as well. i hate that one but there's also the stereotype within the asian community that all asian women are very passive and let you know like there's the whole i don't even it's so just gross but like how like yeah. they like let like white men just fetishize them or whatnot mm -hmm. oh disgusting but um 
yeah and but I thought she I was really really impressed with her that's another reason why I just find her so so good yeah because she's a very very good speaker I think that's Mm -hmm. clear and she yeah and she she also got her points across made Mm -hmm. some pretty great arguments and counter counterpoints and she also handled his interruptions with respect she said excuse me mr vice president i'm speaking i'm speaking yeah which was true she wasn't just yeah yeah i'm just saying as a woman in stem but as a woman in general but as a woman in stem whenever you try to say anything there's always just some man who just cuts you off as if you don't know and just to say i'm speaking you know, like that just hit home to me. And I think a lot of, for a lot of women that resonated of like, shut the fuck up. Okay. Let me talk. And part of the reason when I remember when I was talking with my parents and we were trying to discuss who we thought, I really thought it was going to be Kamala and they were thinking, no, no, she's very, I knew it wasn't going to be Kamala. And You, you knew it was, no, I, oh, you mean for vice president or? Yeah, yeah, no, oh, that's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, for vice president, okay, yes. I thought president. you meant for no, no, president-elect. No. I was like, bitch, you know that. No, 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 but I knew, I, I thought really early on that he would pick Kamala for yeah. his vice president, Senator Harris or Kamala for mm-hmm. his vice president because, and my parents were, my one of my parents thought that she might be a little bit too divisive, you know, because she is somebody who speaks her mind, but I thought that was going to be the perfect reason mm-hmm. that she get chosen because we need to progress as a country and we need yes. to put women on the pedestals who are speaking their minds and fighting for us exactly and unfortunately i i can see the i can completely see the point one of my family members was trying to make because people there's backlash you can already see from mm-hmm. that debate people are calling like i don't know they're saying she was too mean or whatnot mm-hmm. and just crap like that and yeah. that's true and unfortunately that is just a thing that all women have to deal with or female identifying persons yeah yeah I, I was having a conversation earlier with my family and we were talking about what led up to the current situation that we're in where honestly it's just a whole shit show um to go from having president obama to then having donald trump directly after and we were just talking about how there are so many people who hated obama like to his core for his guts literally for not really any tangible reasons, but simply because he was a black man. And then to think that after that, we would have a female president, to think that after having this black man that a lot of people were opposed to, and then to go to a woman afterwards, who a lot of people thought that she would be four more years of the same Obama deal. It's just like to think of like society and really what we have now is the uh, underbelly of society that came out and voted to have Trump in office. He is literally the most American person. Like he's the representation of American values at the core of what this country was founded on. And I think it's unfortunate and this should not have happened. I think it was kind of, I don't want to say necessary because I don't think 200,000 plus deaths is okay by any means, but sometimes shit like this has to happen for people to see what the issues are the whole notion of make america great again keep america great that's really like what happened in the past right like what was so great that happened in the past i mean 
really it was more of a notion of keep America, keep America white. And so I feel like all of this divisiveness and things that have resulted from him literally failing to condemn white supremacy, telling the Proud Boys to stand back and stand by, these kinds of things, it just shows how much this has been festering in you know, the shadows of society and has been able to come out. I don't think people would have been willing to recognize with the sitting black president and first lady that racism and just the overall bigotry in this country were issues that sincerely needed to be dealt with. And I guess I have a couple things on that point. First of all, you already know we're still like, if you didn't, if you didn't think this, I'm sorry to break it to you. We are still a very racist country. It is still the case. So please wake up from that daydream if you thought we weren't. Um, but anyways, yes. Yeah, so with the whole idea with, with Obama, another reason why you could tell very straight off the bat that we are still in a racist country, a very um, big red flag was a lot of people, particularly white people, would say, oh, America's not racist. Look, we have mm-hmm. a black president. That is not any significance with ending racism. <laughs> <laughs> but, as we can see now with the president that we currently have. Um, oh my God, sorry, this is kind of random, but I was my mom made me watch this one TikTok yesterday where it was showing the TikTok. differences between- I love that. It was showing the differences between Obama's speeches and Trump's speeches. And the, it's just so, it's, it was funny, but also devastatingly embarrassing and sad. The one thing, I think Trump doesn't embody, which actually I want to talk about this point a little bit, um, is yes, he's educated and you can't really see my hands, but I'm doing the air quotes. He's quote unquote educated, but we all know he cheated to get into um, on his SATs to get into whatever college like he, he is. I mean, he has a $10 million lawsuit put in place if the school or university that he went to ever decides to release his transcripts. That's a $10 million lawsuit. No smart person who had good grades. And I'm not saying that grades, you know, are the end all be all of someone's intelligence. But I have to say your grades were pretty shit if you're putting a $10 million lawsuit on also, someone where does he have that $10 million from the money that he stole from the American people? Because we know, like, I mean, after being like $420 million in debt, I don't know where he yeah, got the he money. Yeah, he keeps going bankrupt. So I'm like, what the hell is happening over there? But um, maybe that's why he's trying to sue. He actually hopes they will release his grades so he can get some money back. Yeah, yeah, maybe. That's okay. That, that's that's but, an idea. Also, The thing is, is that with this presidency, there's just so much shit going around 24-7 that we forget about stuff. Like, his taxes are now a thing of the past. This man paid $750 fucking dollars in taxes. But that's still being investigated. Like, they're doing, I get New York Times updates every day. But I feel, but people, our attention spans are so, like, we were talking about that, and now we're talking about this man has fucking covid or maybe he doesn't. The fact is, we can't even trust it. Maybe he just. You know what it's like? Like I don't know. It's like it's like is the book. Lying? Did you read George Orwell's 1984? No, I didn't. Okay, so in that book, it's really like America sounds like that though by our description. In the book, there is this character, Big Brother, who is watching everybody, and like they, and Big Brother wants to have total control of the society, and so every they always say that they're at war but they change it every few years to say that they're at war Mm -hmm. with a different country. And even though it's not true, 
but they want people to say it because they want to show their dominance. And if mm-hmm. people don't like agree with them, they'll find them out and they'll torture them. But it kind of makes me, but everything, every news article is fake. Everything that's being spiraling, it's all fake. And it's something that the big brother, nobody knows who big brother actually is, but he has a bunch of spies working for him. And it kind of reminds me of the American news right now, because every nobody knows what's actually real because everything even and I obviously I read like CNN I am a I am a liberal person but I have seen it's on both sides we we both skew things to try because we feel like we're in the fight of our lives which we are well I definitely agree with Um, that but I also think that there is there's levels to this shit no no that's true that's true they're like fake and there's like there's like maybe bias but there's actual fake fake which is just false yeah and the thing is is that something that is so ingenious but also very scary is that from the very beginning where trump started running he said that everything that wasn't fox news yeah so he makes people question so people are only listening to a certain thing right so if they're only listening to a certain subset like have no idea about anything that is going like they don't know what the fuck is going on they believe everything on that Fox News program and that alone. Like, so if you're only watching that, that often spins things, literally edits clips to make it look like something is happening that is not happening. You have a bunch of people who are misinformed and go around regurgitating shit that is just not correct at all. But it's literally ingenious to tell people that people don't even believe videos of the man himself saying something are true. They think it's fake or they don't care anymore. It's literally a cult of Trumpism. It's literally a cult-like mentality. Yeah. Although we have, I have been seeing some people who voted for him, who were, who called themselves, I guess, like fiscally conservative, socially liberal, which I don't think is real because, uh, if you voted for him, you might not, as they like to say, you might right. not be a racist, but you didn't care enough to do anything about it. Um, but I have seen some of those people swinging back after yeah. seeing how he handled COVID. So I wouldn't say it's every single person no. in 2016, but like there are, if you see like the videos of the Trump rallies, which I've watched because there's a Trevor Noah segment. Yeah. Do you know that one? It's yeah. So funny. It's not funny, but it, it is. It's, yeah, no, no, that's how I feel too. But like, no, but what I was going to say is like, the one thing I would say about Trump, which was kind of, which really freaked me out. And we saw this with Reagan as well, is, neither, well, Reagan did have some political experience, but Trump had none. He also, I would not say is a very like educated person. And you like, I'm, I don't think he is, he, he, he has a degree. <laughs> but you could, he paid people to get that degree basically. Um, but you want somebody who knows about politics and stuff like that running, being the mo- one of the most powerful people yeah. in the world, in our world, in our human society. And I don't know, like that was another thing that I kind of wanted to talk about, like the flaws within oh the God. idea of the electoral college and the irony, like they created, they created, the founders created the electoral college because they, wanted to prevent people who didn't yeah. understand government from ever being able to like that I, as i understand it was the reason and it clearly is backfiring i personally am a big fan of abolishing so, the actually, electoral college I did a but, look a search into it and electoral college is supposed to be like 
these people are supposed to go with what the state's like popular vote is, but some people can, in some states, they're allowed to go against it and they just have you to pay defend, a fine. Like you, so you can literally have, who, yeah. who are these people that are put into the electoral college? They're, they're local people of each party. So they run. So they're like local. And I was having a whole conversation with my mom about this because um, for reference, my mom is a civics teacher. She actually teaches about the constitution to high schoolers and she competes with her high schoolers nationally about the constitution. So she does know a little bit about, I'm not yeah. just talking to random people, you know, but um, so I was asking her about this and I was like, mom, can you tell me a little bit more about the electoral college? Because I feel like we, we throw that, that those two words around and we understand basically the concept, but like, what is it? And even she was like, you know, it's unclear, but like, as we all know, there's 538 Mm -hmm. of them and you're, you're elected by your state, but you're, you're usually going to be a very outspoken member of your party. So somebody who does a lot of the calls, somebody, and then you run within your area to be elected to the electoral college. But it's kind of crazy. Like those people, have so much mm-hmm. power. Although there was there was a case she was talking to me about it about a Republican who got sent to the electoral college and was supposed to vote for Trump and was like fuck this shit and As they didn't. Should. As they should, but then he got fined and he wanted to I think he wanted to sue because right. he got fined. I definitely need to like go back through the details but and they were talking about like the legality yeah. of that should people be sued for that, yeah. you know? No, it's definitely a very interesting thing like I just don't and I was I was um I got sucked into a hole last night on YouTube where I was watching people saying why they're no longer voting for Donald Trump and these are like lifelong was it encouraging it was was. encouraging it was like lifelong Republicans being like in Florida literally in fucking Florida in the village being like they're on their fucking golf carts and they're like, bitch, we can't do this anymore. Um, but they were talking about there is no future for the conservative party under Trumpism because he's running that shit into the ground. Republicans have lost their credibility because of how crazy this whole thing has been. Like Trump is not really about conservatism. He's about Trump, a party of one. Fascism. That's it. <laughs> yeah. he's. I swear to God, like, I definitely think that he has a personality disorder that like egomania, narcissism, something. But so they were talking about like the Republican party, conservatism is already a dwindling thing. It's already disappearing because, you know, as the new generations come in, there are more liberal leftist people coming in. Um, So it's already something that's dwindling. And then now after this, the fact that they elected and supported someone who is literally um, a threat to our democracy, the whole system, um, and is saying that, oh, if he wins again, he's gonna make it so that presidents can have a third term, you know, like saying that he won't accept the election results, trying to say things like mail-in balloting is false or uh, is fraud these things that complete telling people to watch the polls be poll watchers things that disrupt disrupt the democrat the democratic process like he's literally a threat to the what this country has built to hold some kind of order 
yeah no and if you guys are interested i have a little youtube channel at maddie hom but i did a little video about voting and why it's important and one of my reasons was that in the past four years i took a class on this a class about I guess communism and though but also authoritarian governments and dictatorships and there is this um report called the freedom report mm -hmm. world freedom report that comes out each year and in 2018 they did a study about it and normally america though like i guess this is contestable obviously because it, it, America is normally a pretty quote unquote free country, even though still it's not free for a lot of people or there's not a lot of rights for certain individuals. But after Trump's election and, and throughout his presidency, we have been declining at a, an alarmingly quick rate. And I think that's pretty, pretty scary to think about, you know, our freedom scores going down. Especially in the land of the free, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. And that is a, like it's a part of who we claim to be. And yet our freedom is at this moment going down, declining. Yeah. You know what? This is not really related, but something that pissed me off while I was filling out my ballot. Hmm. When I saw Kanye West's I, name on the motherfucking ballot. I know. I just saw that and I was like, although he's running for vice what? president, I did not know that was happening. Yeah, I thought he was running for president. But regardless, I was like, what the fuck? Because I already know that some people are going to vote for him and but i saw that i saw some people saying they're making us think that we have to vote for joe biden if we want to get trump out but we could vote for this independent party with blah 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 and i was like okay it's wait people said yeah, that i was like, like okay it's your vote you can do whatever you want with your vote that's the point of having the right to vote but why did we get fucked in 2016 because people the democratic party split our vote by a lot of people writing in Bernie Sanders, you know? Mm -hmm. Or Harambe, do you remember yes. that? I or was Harambe, like we put in someone who is not, either not on the ballot or is not, this is a bipartisan society. That's just how it is. An independent person is not going to win. I'm just sorry, they're just not going to, right? So we can't afford to be elected people who are not in the main race you got to choose who's the lesser of two evils doing that is just throwing your vote away it's not going towards anything it's not helping so i was like pissed off or at least not in the society that we're living right now like maybe in a future but definitely not under yeah. trump <laughs> yeah you know what though i'm not gonna lie before i was like you know what we're settling for biden we're setting we're settling for biden but actually recently i've been you know He's kind of growing on me. I'm not going to lie. I do still think that he represents old America a little bit, but I can't lie when I, when he was asked about whether he regretted anything he said about Trump, like saying that he was the worst president this country has ever had or like shit like that. And he said, no, without hesitation. And then the reporter was like, why? And he said, because everything I said was true. And I was like, period. Also, I do think he is a product of his time, obviously. And and he, he is an older man. He is an older white male. He is. That benefits is. from those privileges. But that is who he is. But he is not somebody like Trump who is advocating in any way, shape, or form for white supremacy mm -hmm. or standing by it. He is not the one who said, proud boys, stand back, stand by, or whatever. Um, yeah. And I'm like, so that's, and obviously, 
And he's also trying. Like, he's trying he to trying. get a grip of it. And he also has, he he can relate a little bit to the common person because he's had some of the terrible, terrible tragedies that people, a lot of people don't understand, but a lot of people do understand. And it's takes somebody, it takes one to know one, you know, like he lost, yeah. he lost his, his daughter and his wife, his first wife in a car crash, then he lost his son. And he almost didn't even go into politics because yeah. he, he actually got, um, I think, was it, I can't remember which part of which branch of Congress he was um, inducted into, but he actually swore in at the hospital when his sons were in the hospital with them. Wow. And he, he, he would go home every single night, take the train mm-hmm. an hour and a half to tuck his boys in. So, you know, yeah. he is somebody who's trying, he is somebody who's trying to be a good person. And though I don't mm-hmm. have, I've not always agreed with his policies. I don't think yeah, he's so been on the right side of history and neither has, but I want to say neither has president Obama. He didn't, he wasn't always for LGBTQ rights. And he right. came around- and I was having a conversation earlier. Oh, and not to cut you off, Oh no. Um, but I, I agree. I think Joe Biden is trying to move, you know, uh, forward and have a better understanding. And I think that's why it's important that he brought on Kamala Harris to be someone who also has more understanding of like different things going on. Um, And I was talking to someone earlier about how Barack Obama, when he came into office, he was kind of a moderate, like he was progressive, but he was also a moderate person. And I think there were a lot of things going against him. For one, people didn't like him because he was Black. But mm-hmm. I know that when he started off, instead of... Because if we switched the pendulum so to a very extreme level, like if we went from Trump to, say, Bernie Sanders, that's not a sustainable, you know, switch, you know? So no. Barack Obama took the approach of being pretty moderate, but then over his term, and especially when he got into the second term, became more progressive because he had already he was already reelected, so he didn't have to worry about that. But also people got accustomed to what he was doing. And then he started doing more progressive things in the last leg of his presidency, which I feel like was a way to get people to, you know, become more acclimated to it. And I do think that he did have some hangups about certain things that should not be hangups, like whether people a part of the LGBTQ plus community can get married. But I feel like eventually um, getting there, it's hard because in politics, that's just what it is. You have to appeal to the largest, you know. You need to get elected in order to make change. That's exactly. <laughs> And when you have things going against you, like being black, you literally have people questioning whether you're even from this country and, you know, invalidating you because you're Muslim, like things like that. It's already so difficult to hold that power and, you know, the highest power in the land. So I, I mean, I think he's honestly one of the most charismatic presidents for sure to ever run. And I think he did a good job of coming from moderate to more um, progressive. And I think that that's kind of how we have to go. We can't be going from going to extremes because that instability is, causes a lot, a lot of chaos yeah. as we are seeing. And when after, when I, as I say this, I just want to preface this with just by saying, I don't, I don't agree with people who don't validate other people's rights, their basic human rights, who don't mm-hmm. love all people. Um, 
But I do, I do believe that a lot of times politicians, like we tend to judge politicians. We tend to really practice cancel culture with politicians. I saw when Kamala got Mm -hmm. um, the nomination to be the vice president or when she became, went on the ticket, a lot of people were just um, showing her as a cop and then putting, you know, the phrase, all cops are bastards, which again, I don't want to like undercut that movement at all. I believe in that movement. Um, And I think the police should be abolished. But at the same time, I do think we have to recognize, similarly with the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Justice Ginsburg, Mm -hmm. she didn't stand up enough for the Black or Indigenous community, for Black, Indigenous, people of color. And that's clear. Um, But she did do a lot of amazing things for women. And Kamala Harris is doing a lot of historical things for Black women, Asian women, women of color, women Mm -hmm. of color who want want to be in politics. Um, Obama made history being the first Black Mm -hmm. president. And so none of them have had perfect records. None of them are perfect or It's impossible to have a perfect record, but recognizing when you fuck up and actually uh, doing things like, I know Kamala has been, people say time and time again that she's been responsible for putting a lot of Black people in um, jail and incarcerating them, but she has also worked heavily on providing reforms, you know, and things and re-entry programs to help people uh, be able to make that transition out of jail back into society so they don't end up back in jail. So it's, and I hate that I just cut you off, but it, I just wanted to elaborate on how no one's going to do things perfectly. Sometimes people do things and don't recognize that they're having this larger impact, but also Sometimes in certain instances, we shouldn't be blaming the individual, but the systems that make it difficult to change. Because I'm, I guarantee you that Kamala Harris's goal was not to lock up a lot of people of color. I as a woman of color, that. yeah, I don't yeah, think I so. Guarantee I, I, that was not her intention. Yeah, like I just don't think that grew was her up goal. With like two parents of color in Oakland? No, yeah. And also, yeah, like I feel like we fixate. The thing I just, I just can't. I, yeah, I don't know. The thing that was really bothering me. I, I guess we all know we hate Trump, and so it's not really a point to keep, you know, saying how many times we hate Trump. But I saw so many people saying like, you know, screw Joe Biden, Bernie only, or oh, like, dumb. fuck Kamala, or all this stuff. And I was like, why don't use that? Why don't we use that effort to just bash Trump a little more? Because we know he's blatantly racist. And- like he, if, if I met him, he might be like, get out of the country. You're, you're descended from immigrants. Okay. See ya or something. I don't even know. Um, but he's just, I, it's such a ridiculous me. He's just the overall not good. I mean, he, he has a net negative effect on this country. He genuinely has not done anything. And a lot of the things that he claims that he's done, he's actually taking credit of things that Obama did, but in the process undermines Obama entirely. Like you, it's just, his hate for Obama is just so real and like almost palpable. And I think it's just because he knows Obama is smarter than him, uh, more charismatic and just intelligent, better in general. Um, not biased or anything, but come on. These are just the facts at this point. Um, so I, I just think that this election is not one where we can sit back. And also, I don't want to hear it. If you're going to complain about 
you know, the things that are going on, but not actually do something and vote, then shut up. Like, it's just, this election is not one where we can be voting for Kanye West, voting for independent, you know, like, it's just too important for all kinds of rights, LGBTQ plus rights, human rights also, in general. A little bit about Kanye. Um, he is a Trump supporter. So if you're... If you don't, like, I'm pretty sure, right, Lise? Like, well, supposedly he said that he was a Trump supporter because he thought that he could get Trump to pass things like the First Step Act that he wanted done. However, he has since, because he's such a terrible communicator and a lot of people aren't able, like, I understand some of what he's trying to do. Like, I get that he's trying to, you know, he thinks he's being progressive through his own way, but because it's not being communicated clearly, he ends up doing a lot more damage than he is doing good. And that's already a red flag, though, for like somebody we want to be leading this country, just because you have to be a good communicator. You have to get get your stuff done, you know? Oh, no, but like, I, I didn't know. I didn't know that he had like redacted those statements. But I was saying if you are planning on voting for Kanye because you think he's a good alternative, just remember that he was. He, regardless, even if he's not a Trump supporter, he was willing to publicly say that he supported him, even in spite of some of the things that he's done. I, I guess I can see like he was trying to maybe manipulate the political arena. But at the same time, I mean, in some sense, I think that it is narcissistic of him to think mm -hmm. that he could get a narcissist to change what he was doing because Kanye said so and yeah. I think that that kind of thinking like I mean he has like Kanye don't get me wrong has some points and he I mean he's also he likes to say I'm the same person who said George Bush doesn't give a fuck about black people he is that person but also because he was doing that and because he is Kanye West and because he has such a platform, a lot of these people who love to take in like black music and, you know, creations by, you know, black creators things, but also remain racist at mm -hmm. the same time, took his, you know, admiration or appreciation or promotion of Donald Trump as a signal of like, yes, this man isn't racist. Like if I support Trump, like Kanye supports Trump. So this isn't actually a bad thing. So I think he just further instilled in some people that their support of Trump was okay and that it did not have any racial implications when it definitely did. And also, unfortunately, because Kanye is such a well-known figure, I think some people were like, well, look, Trump's not racist because Kanye is on board with exactly. his. And it, like they're they're making like, you know, I can't. What it, what is the word like, you know, when they put like one, like two kids of color on a magazine, the what's the word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the token. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right. It's been very yeah. dangerous. And the thing that I don't appreciate it is that also... Kanye is one of those people within the Black community that is highly respected um, by many because he has done a lot for music and business and things like that. But because of that respect and Black people have so few people who they're able to see achieve that level of success that they view that individual as like, oh, well, maybe 
Kanye's right because Kanye has XYZ and has made this much money and I love Kanye and I support Kanye Mm -hmm. and he supposedly supports us. So this is the way to go. And it leads to people switching over because one of their faves is on that when it's not even in their best interest at all. It was, I feel like it was overall a net negative than it was. I agree. I agree. And I, I obviously like, I do appreciate what he might have been trying to do Mm -hmm. that. Like, even though he came about it in probably one of the worst ways possible, he might (laughs) still have some good intentions, which how far he has come. And also being a person who struggles with bipolar disorder, because I can't even imagine what it must be like to live with Mm -hmm. that. I've known people who've had to live with it. And it, I've heard it's just impossibly difficult. People struggle a lot. So, and I want to have empathy for that. But at the same time, yeah. I would really encourage people, please, please don't vote for him. Please don't. Um, <laughs> please, please don't. This, yeah, this is election as well is just too important. And honestly, every election is very important because you, mm-hmm. as we have seen, a lot can change in four years. Yeah. But so if you are, yeah. if you're listening to this, I bet there aren't many, but if you are listening to this and you are, <laughs> no, 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 let me finish, a Trump supporter. <laughs> That's no, no, no. I feel like actually a lot of people are listening to this. At least a lot of our friends are, but that's why I think a lot of people are not Trump supporters. But if you are listening to this and you are a Trump supporter, I just want to tell you this and just paint this picture. So I think obviously there are so many big threats in our lives right now that are happening. There's a police brutality, there's the COVID pandemic. There's going to be there's an economic backlash because that of the we'll COVID have to pay for. pandemic and that we are going to have to struggle with and live through. But I would say one of our most immediate concerns or one of the things that are going to be just really, really affecting everybody in the next mm-hmm. few years is climate change. And if you're a Trump supporter, I want you to know that Trump currently right now is trying to repeal a lot of Environmental Protection Agency acts. He's trying to drill in Alaska, in preservation, like preserved land um, and in forested areas. There is something called the vapor pressure deficit. And that basically means that when it's warmer, when the climate is warmer, the, the ground is gonna be drier and that's gonna lead to more wildfires because the ground is drier. Mm-hmm. Because the vapor pressure deficit is gonna need to suck up more of that water in order to keep because the entire climate is warmer. Mm -hmm. And so there's going to be more wildfires if you live in the West. On the other hand, if you live in the East or if you live in the South, you're going to have more hurricanes. They're going to be more frequent. Or you might not have more hurricanes, but you're definitely going to have more level four hurricanes, more really, really destructive ones. And that's going to happen. There has been evidence. Mm -hmm. And I encourage you, look it up. You might not believe me, but look it up for yourself if you don't. Not on Fox News, though. Yeah. Look it up from a a scientific source that has been cited because there are many. And I would encourage you to understand this and really mull this over because the climate is going to be affecting us Mm -hmm. and Trump doesn't care. He pretty much only cares about himself and being a 74, 74 year old man, Mm -hmm. no offense, but he's not going to live that much longer into the climate. Especially if it's coronavirus and he gets off the steroids. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I want to think, I want, if you 
think about America and you want it to continue and you want to be the land of the free and you want to keep surviving, then please don't vote for Trump because we can already see he really mishandled COVID and he's mishandling, he's abusing his power with climate change. And that's something that we should really be thinking about. Yeah, there's no future in America at all if we don't get a handle over the world, the overall climate of the world. Um, We have this thing as humans where we believe that we're somehow uh, superior or able to withstand mother nature, but she's a force to be reckoned with and we can't, we have to listen. We have to listen to the earth when it's telling us that she's not happy, okay? So we have to actually have people who are gonna take that seriously and put that forward or else nothing else matters because nothing else will be here. So I, I, this election is very, very important for yeah, women's rights. Matter, uh, brutality. All of these things are really accumulating. We've seen 2020 has been one hell of a year. A lot of, a mm-hmm. lot of shit has gone down and this is gonna be like the cherry on top. If Trump gets elected, mm-hmm we might as well all move because we might all die from climate change, police brutality. I don't even know. It's really concerning because all of this has transpired in a year where he's been trying to get reelected. Imagine him going into the next four years where he's not trying to get reelected. What the fuck is he going to do then? If this is him keeping it cool so he can take office again, like what, once that option is no longer there, unless he's threatened that he might make it a thing uh, uh, for three terms for a president, but whatever. Without that, what is he planning to do? Four years is a long time. I mean, I'm shook that we've made it this far and it's been four years because, you know, it all just seems to be a blur, but it is a long time. A lot of things have changed and a lot of things have changed for the worse over four years because of the president. And so I just want to say, I kind of want to like, as we end this, Lise, and feel free to add anything, but I just want to say, please, please vote if you are able to. If you're old enough, don't don't give any of those bullshit excuses where you're like, oh, I didn't have enough time. I, I know kids who did that in one of the elections when they turned 18. They were like, I'm too busy. I'm a student. If you're a student, the whole point of you going to school and being educated, being fortunate enough to receive an education is so that you can be a better citizen of the world. Mm-hmm. You're not being a better citizen citizen of the world if you're not voting because it is it is your right. Yeah. And a lot of people fought for that right. And also, if you are not gonna vote for Biden or and Kamala, I encourage you to really think about why. And then think about, do you respect women? Do you respect people of color? Do you respect people with differences? Are you a basic person who respects others? Because any other candidate while they might have views that might be more aligned, like whatever, more aligned, like maybe you're more with the Green Party or whatnot. But you have to think also about the greater population right now, because this is a fight for our lives. It's country over party. Being an American mm-hmm. is recognizing what is going to better serve the country and the people within it. And sometimes that means you have to abandon your party or hop off the fucking ship so you don't sink. I know okay. people. I know people who, in 2016, were Republicans and switched parties. It's not for life. It's not. It's not a blood pact or whatnot. <laughs> right. Okay. Um. So thank you so much for listening. I really hope that you consider 
some of the things that we've talked about and recognize how not only a person's identity plays into politics, but also how people are affected by those things that people lead their campaigns with. Um, and also, please, please, please vote. So many people have fought for the right to vote. So many people have literally died to vote. And so many people still don't have that right. Exactly. Think about the people in the U.S. territories who want to vote and can't. Exactly. And if you're throwing away your vote because you don't feel like it, then screw you. Yes. Um, exactly. No respect for you. Please wear a fucking mask, okay? I'm, oh my god. I'm side-eyeing yeah. you youngins who think that just because you're young that it's not going to affect you. The thing about a novel virus novel meaning new meaning we don't know much about it which means we have no idea how this is going to affect you in the future right now you can be like oh i'm young and dandy and you're gonna be putting scars in your lungs that last and you could die early because of that shit it could come back to bite you we don't know so don't do that. i know i know a family who's who got it and they recovered they recovered but one person still can't open her eye fully like it's drooping like her eyelid one the mom is losing fistfuls of hair and because of the virus like mm -hmm. it just affects you in crazy crazy yeah. ways and also um yes this is going to be a pointed remark but if you are one of those kids who are going to the frat parties and you're sharing drinks right now during this pandemic please reconsider all your life choices because I live with somebody who uh, two years ago received a liver transplant and they mean the world to me and you're endangering them so even if you might survive the fact that you are selfish enough mm -hmm. and so self-centered to think that your life means more than this person in my life because who doesn't have an immune system right. and you want to party so badly shame on you because that really shows your true colors um and that's on the periphery 